Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in John chapter 4, verses 27 through 45. This will finish out Jesus' narrative, his interaction with the Samaritan woman at Jacob's well. We've been in this lengthy text for a few days now. In the previous portion of this text, we learned about Jesus offering living water to the woman who he had asked for literal water. As the result of the discussion that came out of that, she believes that he is the Messiah. And we're going to pick up in verse 27. But before that, I want to thank the family leader for being our 2023 Daily Dose Devotion sponsor. You can learn more about them in the announcements at the end of this devotion. And as always, we're thankful for the support of the family leader. Let's jump into verse 27. Just then, his disciples came back. You might remember that they went into town to get food. They marveled that he was talking with a woman. But no one said, what do you seek? Or why are you talking with her? In other words, even though it was peculiar that Jesus would be speaking to a woman, because back in that era, some of the rules around Judaism would have prohibited a man from speaking to a woman who wasn't his wife in public, but they didn't question him about it. They trusted that his motives were pure, and even though this is peculiar, he must have a reason for doing this, and we trust him. And so as the woman sees this all play out, first of all, having a man speak to her the way that he did, and then seeing the disciples not question Jesus about it when they return, she must have been overcome with excitement about what she's learned about Jesus being the Messiah, and relief that no one's going to get in trouble over over this because here's what happens in verse 28. So the woman left her water jar and went away into town and said to the people, come see a man who told me all that I ever did. Can this be the Christ? Then they went out from the town and were coming to him. It's almost like she forgets why she was there. She's not worried about gathering water in her jar anymore. She leaves her jar behind and runs into town to tell others about Jesus. Parenthetically, the image that came to my mind is similar to the image that's in my mind when I hear the calling of the first disciples. You remember that they were in their boats fixing their nets. Jesus calls them, says, come follow me. They drop their nets and they follow him immediately. This woman put her water jar down immediately and went into town to tell the people about who she had met. Verse 31. Meanwhile, the disciples were urging him saying, Rabbi, eat. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you do not know about. So his disciples said to one another, has anyone brought him something to eat? In other words, they're thinking he's talking about literal food. Not unlike the woman thought Jesus was talking about literal water just a while ago. Jesus said to them, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. Do you not say there are four months, then comes the harvest? Look, I tell you, lift up your eyes and see that the fields are white for harvest. Already the one who reaps is receiving wages and gathering fruit for eternal life so that the sower and reaper may rejoice together. For here the saying holds true, one sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap that for which you did not labor. Others have labored and you you have entered into their labor. So Jesus makes it clear to his disciples, I'm not talking about real food. My food, or the thing that I prioritize more than real food, is to do the will of my Father. And the will of my Father right now is to reap a spiritual harvest. We're not talking about a literal harvest that's going to come in four months. We're talking about a spiritual harvest, and the harvest is ready right now. In fact, do you see this woman, and do you see the people who are coming out to talk to me? They are going to be part of this right now harvest. Their hearts have been prepared. They're going to be 
exposed to the truth of the gospel, and they're going to believe and receive Jesus. And he's using this situation that's happening in real time to teach his disciples, guys, this is what I want you to be about going forward. And it's not a situation where there has to be four months between when the sowing and the reaping take place, but the sowing and the reaping can take place simultaneously. The sower and the reaper can celebrate and rejoice together as this spiritual harvest is brought in, even from among those who are not Jewish. Boy, the disciples' learning curve on this day must have been extraordinarily steep. Jesus is shattering categories in their minds, exposing them to truths that they had never fathomed before. Yet it's all exciting and exhilarating. They want to be part of it. Let's continue in verse 39. Many Samaritans from that town believed because of the woman's testimony, which was, he told me all that I ever did. So when the Samaritans came to him, they asked him to stay with them, and he stayed there two days. Imagine it. It was bad enough that he took the route through Samaria instead of going around Samaria like a good religious Jew would have to stay away from these unclean people. But now he's going to stay with them for two days? Maybe a takeaway from that for us is that we shouldn't let religious folks tell us who's clean and who's unclean and who we should be spending our time with and who we shouldn't be because maybe, just maybe, God wants us to go to where unclean people are, unsaved people, sinners, to expose them to the gospel. Verse 41, and many more believed because of his word. And they said to the woman, it's no longer because of what you said that we believe, for we have heard for ourselves and we know that this is indeed the savior of the world. What a bold and clear statement of the kind of faith that leads to salvation. It should shame the Jewish people that this kind of a bold, clear statement of faith came from people who were not Jewish. And it's more evidence that God is going to bring in a harvest of people from every tribe and tongue and nation not just from the people of Israel who largely reject his Messiah. And even though they have the history that the Jewish people have, even though the prophets came and told them what was going to happen, they are unable to accept it with the degree of clarity and enthusiasm that the outsiders, the Samaritans, are able to accept Jesus' testimony with. Verse 43, after the two days he departed for Galilee, for Jesus himself had testified that a prophet has no honor in his own hometown. So when he came to Galilee, the Galileans welcomed him, having seen all that he had done in Jerusalem at the feast, for they too had gone to the feast. In going through that text, I've said basically what I wanted to say, but let me just reiterate that there are people who you and I have proximity to, who the self-righteous religious elites would otherwise write off as unclean or unworthy but who God has called us to engage, to love, to spend time with, so that through our testimony they might come to faith in Jesus Christ. Can you think of any of those people in your circles? Can you think of how you might be creative to get around them in an authentic and genuine way, not using any sort of spiritual manipulation? And can you imagine how a gospel conversation might come up so that they too could say, we know that this is indeed the Savior of the world. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. This is The Daily Dose, a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify Podcasts, or download the free Christian Crusaders app and share with a friend. Also, prayerfully consider supporting our ministry at ChristianCrusaders.org, where you can find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, airing on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily 
Doe-sponsored The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they are bringing all three together, honoring God and blessing our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight another special ministry partner, the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Check out conference videos and schedule of events online at cedarfallsbibleconference.com and mark your calendars for Saturday, July 29th through Saturday, August 5th, 2023 for the 102nd annual Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.